solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this Monday installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston and USA Today Texans Wire, Cody Davis, along with the greatest partner in crime, John, some sports guy, Hickman. I'm just a regular guy who talks Texans for the Locked On Texans, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-15, that is LOCKED15, to get 15% off your next order. Cody, what do we have on the menu to discuss today from a very, I'm not going to call it crazy, but a confirming weekend from that Sports Illustrated article. By the way, this is the third Sports Illustrated article about this franchise in the last <laughs> 12 months but what's on the menu to discuss today i'm sorry to correct you but this is actually the fourth if you count the first article that dropped about the sean watson sexual assault the case fourth. the fourth the I, fourth. I, first of all i just don't understand why Did people keep be with you <laughs> i just don't understand why people keep leaking information to sports illustrated however they're one of the top online publications in terms of sports and they're doing their thing especially covering the houston texans as of right now everything in this si article and if you haven't done so please make sure you actually take the time to read this article yourself and look make sure you have at least 10 to 15 minutes to sit out on the side because this article is long it might take a little bit more than 10 minutes but everything that was said published and released in this article john and i through the few sources he and i both have that we talked to and from the research that we did on our own basically confirmed everything that we already knew. However, what I would say, this article does a really good job, a great job, and finally put into rest the stupid theory, and yes, I'm saying stupid theory because I always thought it was dumb that the Houston Texans were setting Deshaun Watson up because they was quote-unquote mad that he wanted out of Houston. First and foremost, let me say this. The article do states that a lawyer on Cal McNair's behalf did reach out to both parties in hopes of seeking mediations on both sides. And the article also states that the Texans organization themselves had nothing to do with these allegations. As a matter of fact, the first lawsuit was already in play week 16 of the 2020 NFL season. And John, really quick, before we go back to talking about Cal McNair and this Deshaun Watson situation, this article also confirms that the Houston Texans around the NFL, they are not in a great light because as crazy as it was to think that this organization had anything to do with Deshaun Watson being put up to 22 sexual lawsuits, there were actual chattels around the league who actually thought the same thing. However, with that being said, I'm not surprised that Cal Magnair went out his way to try to mend the situation between Deshaun Watson and what he has going on off the field. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you go back and take a look at nearly every single famous athlete in some way, shape, or form gets in trouble, it's always the owner who always tries to step in in hopes of saving their franchise star 
from getting in trouble. I could use a lot of examples, but the main example that I'm going to use here is the Michael Vick situation. We all know the type of trouble Michael Vick got himself in, what was it, like 15 years ago with the dog situation. The Atlanta Falcons owner, Arthur Blank, did take a similar route to that of Cal Magnair to try to save their franchise player from getting in trouble. Of course, he's going to try to protect his asset. However, with that being said, I don't understand why in the world Deshaun Watson, knowing what he knows, why in the world would he burn that bridge? I'm not sure why he would burn, burn that bridge. Um, here's what I want to talk about with the SI article. The lawsuit filed against Deshaun Watson was in works before his request to be traded from the Texans in January. Okay, that's something that Cody and I alluded to a while ago. Now that was confirmed, indicated that a contact was made to the law firm week 16. All right, that also goes back to what we alluded to a long time ago. The first incident that we are finding out about dates back to 2020, March. That's something we alluded to a long time ago. So your question of why would Watson, you know, go through the process of alienating himself with the team and organization. Uh, remember the Super Bowl week when he was speaking to Deion Sanders, uh, changing everything in his Twitter and social media bio, removing the Houston Texans. Why would he do all of that? It doesn't make any sense at all why he would do that. Cal McNair comes from Bob McNair. He's just, you know, that's his father. The late Bob McNair, they come from, he comes from money. And the thing about it is when you come from money, you understand money a whole lot differently. You understand the bottom line and how it can be affected. In this case, the bottom line, even with a team that just went four and 12, your bottom line just signed a four-year contract months prior, making him the second highest quarterback at the time. That's your bottom line. Because regardless, like, if last year wasn't a COVID year, the stadium would have been filled because people want to watch number four. So much so, even after this recent SI article came out, I am still seeing people kind of overlook what's going on because they know how good he is on the football field. People in the third, fourth largest city in the states, in the country, will come to watch this guy play. So it doesn't make any sense. And for Cal McNair, I think we owe him an apology simply because I've been on record, you know, I, I've, I've said names, I've described them in, in, in different lights. But what we talked about in the pre-show was, how can you blame Cal McNair when the first contact of a possible lawsuit was before the season was over? At that time, a general manager search hadn't taken place. A head, a head coach search hadn't taken place. What was taking place was your owner understanding that my bottom line cannot be affected. I got to protect my franchise quarterback. Which now brings into consideration, maybe this is why they did not listen to Deshaun Watson when he was trying to make recommendations about the general manager and the head coaching hire because Cal Magnair probably thought to himself, you I'm know, not juggling two things at once. I'm not exactly. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to you while I have to turn right back around the moment you leave, get on the phone. And he was contacted by his personal lawyers, exactly. team lawyers and personal lawyers. See, team lawyers, they're going to do a very good job, right? We know that. 
Um, but personal lawyers to owners, those guys are sharks. They have loopholes after loopholes after loopholes. They don't lose. And so now if you're Deshaun Watson, and I can't wait to talk about your management team, you are on the good side during week 16 of an entity, which is the NFL, that never loses. How do you remove yourself from that situation? Because of the contract extension you just signed, you felt invincible, but you're only invisible if you're on the field. And so uh, I can't say kudos to Cal because if you had knowledge of sexual predatorial behavior going on, then that makes you an enabler in a sense. But on the business side, I can't say kudos. I can't say kudos because you did what you needed to do to start the process of protecting your number one asset. And, and for that, I mean, we can say whatever we want about Jack Easterby. But now if we're, if we're, if we're spinning the block around on Cal McNair saying, you know what? Now with more information, now more confirming information. Because a lot of this information Cody and I knew about a long time ago, like I mentioned, we just can't speak about these things. However, now that we're, you know, coming back and saying, well, I'm sorry, Cal, how can we be upset at Jack Easterby now? And not 100%, like, do we deserve to roll back some of our criticism on the relationship between those two or the reason why Jack Easterby is here in the first place? Those things are now in question. This team and franchise, as you as you said earlier, Cody, is in a very much bad spot. From off the field issues to questions about this new regime, they're in a bad spot. But we can now officially say that Cal McNair did what he was supposed to do as as an NFL owner. It, it was no reason for anybody else to step in because it wasn't on Cal's side that this came out. He found out and jumped in on it it's all on the deshaun watson side if this comes out to be 100 percent true 80 percent true 50 percent true if any of this comes out to be true that he was actually being a predator that goes all to deshaun's side and what we cannot overlook is if you're already on the good side of an entity of an entity that doesn't lose how could your management team screw up and from the ball and, and put you against this team that is actively trying to work to keep your name uh, innocent, if this is all true. So that is a totally different discussion that we will have on today's episode. Before we move on, I want to let you guys know how you can improve your financial situation by making the best steps possible. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? I know I do. If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma money, you can win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. You don't want to miss out on that. Credit Karma Money has already given away $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC Insure Spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, 
and free withdrawals from the network over 50,000 ATMs. Credit Karma money progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. After reading the SI article from Friday and, and going back to some of the news that we've heard a long time ago, the question really remains how irresponsible, if this is true, how irresponsible can Deshaun Watson's management team be? Uh, led by Athletes First, David Mulligetta, who uh, has 42 clients, headlined by Buda Baker, Michael Thomas, Jalen Ramsey, and Deshaun Watson. So players at the top of their positions has a great client list, clientele list. But when we look at how the situation with Deshaun Watson has been handled, especially with, I would say, the last three months of new information that has been coming out from two to three to six to up to 16, then 22, 23, around that number. Now we're finding out more so confirming that this news was imminent during the season and he was still on good terms, good graces with the Houston Texans. How irresponsible, flat out stupid, could it be for you to allow your client who is still young, still 25, and a lot of this, if this organization who has a power of the NFL behind them, because let's mind you, clients have said they have went to the NFL and the NFL has kind of brushed it off a little bit. They could possibly be doing their own investigation, but we've heard from Tony Busby that his clients feel uh, overlooked. How could you allow this to happen? Like you're in a position right now where Deshaun Watson is coming off an MVP type of season. Yes, the record doesn't show that, but his individual numbers do. Just signed his first contract extension at the age of 24, 25. In the league where Tom Brady has been playing for 20 years now, he could have two or three more contract extensions. This is his first one, his first major one, with the news that was coming out in December about what your client has been doing as an accused predator. And these victims coming about, him having a, a terrible name in the Houston massage community. Uh, and this is all going on throughout a coronavirus year season, but there's limited contact. So he's going out of his way to find different masseuses. Um, some say yes, he's done it. Some say no, he's been a professional, however the case is. But how are you allowing him to do this? Now what's in question is where you're, was Deshaun always your top priority or was beating the NFL your top priority? Because you got away with it with Jalen Ramsey, getting him out of Jacksonville. Your clientele list has continuously gotten bigger and better. Top, like I said, top players at the top positions getting top money. So now if, I, if I'm looking at what's going on with athletes first in their firm, they are very compatible to what clutch sports has been in the NBA over the course of the last three to five years. Was your main priority Deshaun Watson and protecting him? Or was your main priority proving that this black quarterback can make a move and, and hold, hold this team hostage until 
he goes where he wants to go. Also considering in the same city, James Harden did it. And, and, and I think that's a fair question only because it does not make sense for Deshaun to alienate himself the way he did. And I'm not doing any accusing. I am saying that, you know, it's very suspect. It's very stupid to not have your client's best interests first. Number one, as a black man, this is thrown in his name and he's going to automatically look guilty. I hate to say that. A fact is a fact in this country. So the best move for you is to actually be on the same side of the winning team. The NFL never loses. They lost to the CTE case, and that took 20 years. Well, not necessarily 20, but it took a, a long time for CTE to even come about out in the league. And that necessarily wasn't an L. They just, you know, implemented what they wanted to, you know, do in with the league and change rules here and there, but the league doesn't lose this. How could you allow this to happen? That's why it's a fair assessment, Cody and listeners. This has been proven, in my opinion, to be a selfish act by Deshaun Watson's management team. And John, to go back to the question that you asked, you know, what was their top priority? I do believe that their top priority was to prove that they're going to try to implement the player empowerment movement that we are seeing, that we have seen over the last decade in the NBA. David Montagetta, he was successful in getting Jalen Ramsey out of Jacksonville. Not only that, he was successful in getting Jalen Ramsey, the contract that he wanted from the Los Angeles Rams. And we saw here that he was successful in giving Deshaun Watson the contract that he wanted from the Houston Texans and not only that you added in a no trade clause you know at the time we was like it didn't matter if he had a no trade clause or not he's not going anywhere then in the next what eight months he demanded a trade with all that being said I do want to say going back to the players empowerment movement that's their top priority and John look I'm gonna be the first one to say it as much as I love my New Orleans Saints because I am from New Orleans nobody is telling me this I'm making the next speculations but I would not be surprised if the next NFL superstar we see try to force their way out of their current team Michael Thomas in the New Orleans Saints because there is starting to be there's starting to be a fractured relationship between those two parties however with that being said going back to Deshaun Watson the only difference between Jalen Ramsey when he forced his way out of Jacksonville he did not have no type of sexual allegations that was brewing up prior to his trade request and not only that John and listeners I also want to mention not only was Deshaun Watson in his camp trying to force his way out of Houston but look in the faction in the way that they did it almost every single day we get on Twitter we get on Instagram how many times did we see Deshaun Watson with all these cryptid tweets remember the main tweet that really had me kind of concerned was when he tweeted back on February 25th loyalty is everything don't you ever forget it and of course he spelled ever with all capital letters how can you let your client flaunt his trade request on social media especially with that tweet knowing that the organization that you quote unquote talking about is loyal to you because just in the first segment as we alluded to cal mcnair did his part in trying to save his top asset that doesn't make any kind of sense to me and if this is once again if all of this is true and deshaun watson is really out here being a predator in a sense and i and i hate using that word but once all this is settled and it still seems like we're going to get some kind of settlement deshaun watson needs to fire his camp and 
athletes first and David Ma together, they really need to rethink everything about their brand and everything else in between because there's no way in hell they did not know what was going on behind closed doors. There's no way, there's no way that there wasn't. And I just don't understand why would you allow your client one why would you allow your client to get into this situation i don't understand and two and most importantly why would you allow your client to alienate himself from the organization who is quote unquote trying to at least save his image to a certain extent and john to your point this is also a black man being represented by a black agency i expect more from both parties very irresponsible very disheartening simply because you backed yourself into a corner by going around the city, going around this, the massage community and, and doing these things, then you back yourself into a deeper corner by alienating yourself. Then you really back yourself into a corner where 22 women came out. And now the question you know, really remains and begs, how are you gonna be able to get this out, get yourself out of the situation? It's gonna happen, of course, I mean, He's going to get out the situation, but how? When this is all you're doing. Did you know Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors? When you talk to a Bill Bar fan, we're passionate about our faves. If you don't know about the Bill Bars, where you're missing out on the coconut, the coconut almond, the peanut butter brownie, and the salted caramel, there's something for everybody. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only four grams of net carbs, 18 grams of protein. So go to BillBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use L-O-C-K-E-D-15 for 15% off at BillBar.com. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, are the Suns fans disappointed they have to face the Lakers? After LeBron's flopping, acting again, but a very good game one from DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker. Man, those boys put on a performance. Devin Booker's first playoff game, the superstar, young superstar in the league. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans on this Monday installment. And yes, we're going to continue talking about the SI article to a certain extent. And ladies and gentlemen, we promise you tomorrow we will go back to what we're here to talk about and here to discuss what is the actual Houston Texans today they opened phase three of their offseason workout program and I'm pretty sure we're going to get some information on everything that's going on I promise you guys we will go back to discussing football here on this podcast however with that being said John before closing the show as of right now when you look at it from the Houston Texans side of things the only thing I blame the Texans for as of right now is just holding on to Deshaun we know that when all of this is settled and john you are still under the assumption that a trade will get done in june but i just kind of wish now that the texans would have traded deshaun watson prior to these allegations coming out and i i only say that because i'm still skeptical that they're going to get they try to try to they, they remember they tried to 
wait, wait, try to as in because remember at one time they wasn't picking up the phone. No. First of all, I never please never <laughs> believe that. <laughs> but the the Texans definitely tried to move on from Deshaun um right before the the rumors, the uh the first allegation came out. They signed Tyrod Taylor around two or three o'clock, around nine or ten later that day. That allegation came out, but then we found out later on uh, afterwards that they were definitely speaking to teams about a potential trade to get Deshaun moved on and start fresh. Yeah, and that that is true, but I truly do wish that they would have pulled a trigger on a trade. I'm still a little bit skeptical that they might not get that big deal that they was actually hoping for. Because remember, the main reason why they started taking calls, they was trying to get other teams to bid amongst one another. And John, the listeners, I know you guys have heard me say this once before. When you take a look at a lot of teams who were in consideration for acquiring Deshaun Watson, I just don't know if they're going to get that big deal because a lot of those teams have moved on to their backup plan, which is either drafting a quarterback like Zach Wilson or Trey Lance or making a trade for somebody like Sam Darnold, or they are now in running to get another disgruntled quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, which of course, i.e. are the Denver Broncos. However, John, with that being said, I truly do wish that the Texans would have moved on from Deshaun Watson sooner rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you can't blame them for trying. They were doing it. They they were doing a complete overhaul in order to make the transition a whole lot smoother. You want to keep a bona fide megastar, an MVP caliber player here on your team, but you can't blame the Texans. You can't blame them because you would think at some point during the beginning stages of the hiring processes and and getting Nick Casario, getting David Cully, you would think that we are still actively trying to help you. And I guarantee you, if Deshaun would have been on board, this information would have never came out. I've been saying this from day one. So you can't blame them for trying to make, for trying to kill two birds with one stone, keeping our bottom line right and, and making our new head coach and general manager's job a whole lot easier. Didn't happen. So you can't blame them. Uh, yes, you're right. They should have moved on 100%. But... That is why we are here with Davis Mills potentially being a starter for this team at some point. We will be returning tomorrow for a Tuesday edition of Locked On Texans. So don't forget to check us out. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook as well. Follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. Let's talk about the situation. Let's talk about all this new music that's coming out. Let's talk about some of these bomb shows that's coming out. And more importantly, let's talk about the NBA playoffs, man. Been some very good game ones. Some very good game ones. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C O T Y D A V I S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.